This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. What if there was a way you could know the future of the stock market, America, the world, even your own? What if there was a 3,000-year-old mystery determining world events right now? One so precise it foretold the collapse of Wall Street down to the dates and hours, even the timing of 9-11. What if it foretells a coming calamity you can prepare for? The Mystery of the Shemitah, unlocked by New York Times best-selling author Jonathan Kahn. This riveting DVD will forewarn you of what lies ahead. It may just change your life. Unfortunately, we finally got rid of that irritating weekend. Holy cow. I when thought those two days would never end. When, you? when is that going to stop? I don't know. we gotta, we got to somehow convince Glenn to go seven days a week. Just, just another two days, that's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. Uh, it was kind of an interesting uh, sports weekend, too. I didn't even see who won the Kentucky Derby. Who did? Uh, the Some favorite. horse, probably. Um, Some horse. It was a horse. Uh, it yeah. beat the cat and the, the llama that was against it. Um, the, the, the horse it, it also beat the cheetah, which what? is un- highly unusual. They should do an all-animal race like that. <laughs> that I would watch. Uh, <laughs> and see if one of them eats the other. That'd yeah. be fun. You actually had one of the great sports days of all time on Saturday. With uh, You had you know baseball, which included Yankees-Red Sox, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're a fan. You had the NFL draft. You had Game 7 Clippers-Spurs. Uh, you had the, Who won it? Uh, the Clippers. Um, you had. Uh, Did they really? Yeah, in a, in a great, an all-time great wow. game. I mean, it wow. was uh, it was a, a last-second shot by Chris Paul uh, that put him over there, as he was hurt too. I mean, it was just an unbelievable back and forth. Then you had the Kentucky Derby, then followed by one by a horse, again, uh, right? one by a horse over horse the cheetah, and then Pharaoh. American Pharaoh. American Pharaoh. And then is followed, the, finally, is, by the Pacquiao Mayweather fight, which Pacquiao was, Mayweather, which was won by Mayweather. Yes. Uh, I, I, I read a just a, an infuriating article over the weekend about you know, it was some it was some feminist idiot too who was like I'm really torn because um, Manny Pacquiao is a is a is pro life. How can he be pro-life? Manny Pacquiao wants to take a woman's choice away from her. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you know this. Floyd Mayweather beat the crap out of his spouse or girlfriend like three times and did jail time for two months? Two two to three months in jail for that? Yeah, not pretty. Um, so it's tough to decide, let's see, wife beater or a guy who wants to protect life. I don't it's know. So that difficult. doesn't seem that tough to me. I mean, I think I'm going to go with the wife beater myself. Uh, yeah. You know, because I can't take a woman's right to choose. That's a war, that's a war on women right there. <laughs> I mean, I like, um, so I've, I've I, always, I, I used to like Mayweather because he's American. He's unbeaten. I, I, I always, I'm sorry, call me jingoistic. I root for American. Okay. Racist. Even over the Filipinos. But then when you, you factor in the wife beating stuff and, and, 
and then you see that Pacquiao's a really pretty good guy. I mean, he seems to be anyway. I mean, I don't know him personally, and maybe he's, he's got his own trouble in, in uh, the Philippines. But, uh, you know, by fight time, I, I was actually rooting for Pacquiao. I, it's hard to root for the guy off. who beat up women. There's yeah, Someone was really some like, hey, before you pay $100 for the fight tonight, make sure you check out this. And it was a link to the letter his son wrote about waking up and witnessing the beating of his mom. Oh, jeez. In, uh, like, little kid handwriting. I mean, really tough to look at. Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, that is. You're the worst person on earth, Jeffy. Jeffy, just give me that, like, skeptical, yeah. oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, yes, he got the kid to write something. I, I got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it was. It was. Uh, it was. And what was it? Ninety bucks for the fight? Uh, Hundred bucks. Uh, and bucks. I will uh, happily tell you that uh, my uh, it did not work. I bought it and it did not work. I heard that a yeah, bunch of people. Yeah. You did buy it and it didn't work. Yeah, I was with a group of friends, but yeah, it, it was purchased and then did not work. So did you? So uh, it never worked. Uh, it now, never came through. Never, never turned on. They kept saying wow. like it might be delayed because of all these problems. Yeah. Just the fight just started. Didn't get to see any of it. Hundred dollars. Obviously, I'm assuming a refund is coming. Um, but uh, to the point of, and I'm not going to say you I did this. assume too much. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, I they thinking, already gave him his hundred million, and there's know, probably another hundred in it for it him. It doesn't. I mean, the cable system obviously has to. It, it didn't work. They didn't. You couldn't see. Now, not only could you not see it, but you couldn't see the whole undercard. I mean, they owe you for that oh too. God, it's not just the fight. Sucks. Like you get, you get like seven, eight hours for. $100. I would have been so. What? What? Do uh, you have some people? Time I'm, Warner. Uh, it was Time Warner. Had? It was Time Warner. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't at my house, but I would have um, been so pissed. So, uh, but some people, some people, not me. Some people. I just want to make sure you understand <laughs> that I'm not saying that I did this. I just missed the whole fight. But some people actually went on Periscope, and people on Periscope were holding their phones up to screens, to hmm. so that you could watch the fight. Uh, through that. Good I mean, how unbelievable is that? Really? I mean, like, when cable goes out, you go to Periscope now. In fact, one of these How people, did that look? I mean, uh, did you hear in theory, how it looked? Yeah, well, let's, let me just... You know, in what theory? I'm going to do is I'm going to move into first person here uh -huh. just to make it oh, more okay. understandable. All right. But I, again, yeah, I'm being very clear, I did not do right. this. Right, of course not. Um, and, you know, I don't even know if I should feel bad about it. It's like, uh, we paid. I wouldn't. We freaking paid for But you're going to get a refund, <laughs> well, so we'll maybe see. you should we'll, As you pointed out, we'll see. But, so anyway, these people, I'm Moving into first person now, uh, watching uh, this guy, and he's holding up uh, his phone to a screen in the bar, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's you know it's a big screen in a bar, so you hear you see people move walking in front of him, you see people talking, but you could see the fight and generally what's going on, and I was interested enough to to watch it as again I'm in the first person, so uh, the guy's holding it up to the screen, and I'm like, what's going that's, on? I'm sorry, that's not the same. Oh no no, no I, I, but that I, at is that not point, the same. you want I. I I built myself up all day to watch this. I wanted to yeah. see it. It was yeah. not the same at all. It was terrible. It's worth, it's worth what, the 20 bucks you spent for the Periscope viewing? So anyway, I don't know. Again, I don't know what this person did. So he's holding it out to the screen. I'm mm -hmm. holding it to the screen, first person. And, uh, and so it goes to the, the, the you know, ding, ding, ding. They go to the round. They're going to their corners, and they're doing it. So he, he takes it, and he walks across the bar. So now I'm watching... He's walking across the bar, and people are passing by him. He's looking at some girl's butt. He's back up. He, he's walking. I swear, totally. Like, he's checking openly, openly holding the periscope to yeah, check you know, out some girl's butt. Glances, but you can tell what he's doing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he go, walks, over, walks over to the other side, and he goes to another uh, screen. Watch the next round. He, watched, he, he then, the round ends, and all of a sudden, he starts walking very quickly. And I'm like, what's going on? Walks into the bathroom. Alec. Takes a leak. On camera, 
but the, he's pointed the camera towards the wall. So, like, you can tell he's in the, in the stall taking a leak, and you can hear him taking a leak. <laughs> and he's, he starts doing play-by-play yeah. play of him taking a leak. That's and funny. then he starts walking out. I'm like, is this guy going to wash his hands? Is he going to wash his hands? Because he's on camera. So he does remember he washes his hands and goes back out and catches the next round on Periscope. Oh, man. That is where we are. And everyone's kind of saying, like, this is the moment where Cable uh, sort of, you know, bit it. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, you have yeah. people are watching this fight, uh, you know, they, you know it was $100. And your cable died. Yeah. I mean, now, of course, there's a lot of great cable systems that, that did were able to actually get the pay-per-view to work. I, so I don't know about Fios, uh, which is what I have. I don't, I don't know how. Did you? You no, didn't I check did it not. out either. I, didn't buy it, no. I almost did. I, I kept thinking, I, I really want to see I that. Yeah. I really want to see I it. Told, I was sitting there with my father-in-law saying, you know. Yeah, I would have if done I could, it. Had I been home, I, I would have done justify it. the $100, I'd, I'd watch this fight yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, I can easily justify the 100 bucks. And so <laughs> I'm just doing it. So it was uh, <laughs> Eastern Time, Again. 11 p.m. Mm. scheduled start, right? And yeah. they went, I think it was the New York Times, went through all the actual start times of these fights. They're all delayed. They never yeah. start at 11. One of them was 12-16. I don't remember which fight it was, but this one started about like 11-20 or so. But, I mean, 11.20. Central or Eastern? Eastern. So, I mean, you're at. So, it's 10.20 here. 10.20 here. But by Not the bad. time it was 11 o'clock, yeah, uh, past 11 by the time it was over. Um, kind of interesting. I mean, it, but, you know, the West Coast basketball games run much later than that, obviously. Oh, yeah. But for a fight, yeah. I mean, for a starting time. Still. I've never, I've never done a pay-per-view fight or a big event like that. Have I've you? only done Before? it at other I've never bought one of myself. I've always, yeah. you know, just, just leached off everybody else. I mean, my wife would have been pissed. But it just would have happened anyway. So. That's how I, I just tend to put my foot down in my house. Oh, man. Um, you don't. You know me. You. you know me. Mm. No, I, I, just, uh, I do know you, uh, yes, <laughs> and that's why this is not working. <laughs> <laughs> we happen to be out at uh, the Stupid Avengers Age of Ultron movie. Yeah, I didn't like it, huh? Did not like it. Didn't. Yeah, like I saw it, it as well. Uh, my kids didn't like it, even. Yeah, My, my really? son didn't like it. My wife didn't like it. We went with some friends of ours and their family from, uh, that we knew in Houston. And uh, they they now live in Oklahoma, and they came down uh, to visit relatives or something. So we met, you know, in Plano somewhere, and and watched the movie. And and I I don't know that anybody in our party liked it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't like those movies. It's a mess. It didn't it it's didn't appear to be mess. worse to me of those movies than any other of those other movies. Yeah, um, I, I'd but, be interested to see if you guys you'll probably go anyway, right? I went. Uh, so oh, you did? Yeah, I saw you saw it. Yeah. Oh, you did? You? Yeah. And what'd you think? I I thought it was the same. Like it. It didn't strike me as as awful as you're saying. Like it was just uh, one of those movies, which yeah. I don't particularly like. The best review, and it was about Transformers. Actually, it wasn't about this, but it, it made me think of it. The best review I've ever read of these types of movies was: you could recreate it by walking out on your lawn and having all your friends throw lawn mower parts at you. Like that's what it feels like. You're just watching a bunch of like you're just inside a bunch of metal, and you can't really tell what's happening. Yeah. And like they're spending so much on the effects now. That the, you know the story's not really there. Story wasn't uh, really there. There were some moments I get you know I, I thought it was a muddled mess. I just I don't know. It's just all over the place. Yeah, I I, I, I did. I will say I I recently saw the first one mm-hmm. in preparation for seeing yeah. the second one, and I thought the second one was better than the first one. First one was really bad. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, I, I, I think I'm done with the whole Avengers thing. I was supposed to take my son today, but uh, I guess not. No, I mean Stu liked oh, it. No, he's out. No, I don't. I wouldn't say I liked it. 
I don't think that's fair. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. And I, I just don't like those movies anyway. So yeah. it was like, to me, an average one of those, which I already don't like. But it was, you know, it was, I will say I saw it in a really good theater with an unbelievable screen and like the, 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 that brand new, what is it called? The sound, Atmos sound, which is like the, the newest technology of the sound. So, I mean, it was impressive. And what does the sound do that it didn't do before? Uh, that you could hear the voices. It's not a silent movie anymore. It doesn't, there's no <laughs> really? subtitles. You can actually huh. hear the people talk. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. Well, when I have to see it today. Yeah, it's oh, pretty impressive. It's new technology of some wow. sort. So they're talkies now? They're talkies, Holy yes. God, it, it was, it was talkies. Crazy. Now, of course, it's not the actual actor. It's just a narrator no, but you saying the words. That. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, you can't, have you can't do it live. And then up. Iron Man came by. It was, it's, they, <laughs> just, you hear someone say something like that. You're like, wow, I heard that. And then here's what you... I hope, uh, this is probably not too much of a spoiler, because I know that everybody who follows this already knows it's happening. Yeah. But Robert Downey Jr., uh, and uh, the Thor guy, they're not going to be in the next ones, apparently. Oh, really? Okay. Apparently, they're setting it up for this new group of I wasn't, uh, Avengers. Right, yeah. yeah. I, they kind of like, foreshadowed that what? at the end. What? What do you... So, Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be in this anymore? No. Why? Because they, they got too big. I, I they guess. Got too big. They, those guys guess. got too at big. They point. made too much money for the movies to stop. Well, at some know. point, you can't afford 65 stars in your movie. Like when they, <laughs> they do have big stars in that. Well, yeah. What is, I mean, what like, is the Thor guy's name? Chris Hemsworth or Hemsworth. something? Hemsworth. But I mean, like, Scarlett Johansson's a throw in character in this movie. And, but she's, I think she's sticking with it, right? Yeah, she's sticking with it, I yeah. think, yeah. Scarlett Johansson's going to be in it. Um, but they've had this pretty big crew. Although they couldn't get, uh, you know, they couldn't get Gwyneth Paltrow for this one. Yeah, uh, I noticed that. It was like they're like, yeah. hey, oh, she's, um, she, no, Pepper is out of town yeah, right now. Yeah, it was now. that bad. It was really what? bad. Yeah. What? Really? Oh, and, yeah, and Natalie uh, Portman. Oh, my gosh, come uh, on. Pepper is out of town, and I don't know where Natalie Portman is. She must be working on Star Wars about this time. <laughs> wait, no. I, wait, no, she's dead on Star Wars. I don't know where she is. <laughs> wait, so Natalie Portman was in the first one? Yeah, she was in the, I don't even yeah, right? That. She was the, she's the girlfriend oh, of she's Thor. In Okay. And yeah. so they asked about her, too. So where's what's-her-face? That's right. I don't know. She could be anywhere in the world right now. Right. They had, like, <laughs> some... Fact, she may be even what? off the globe. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was ugly. What are you talking about? It was yeah. like a, a wink to the audience of we, we couldn't sign everyone. Right. We couldn't, we couldn't get Gwyneth and uh, Natalie. Sorry so this time. I like to. I don't yeah, know. She's running your company? What the hell are you doing? That's what Stark said about, yeah. about Pepper. Uh, she's got a company to run. Like, so wait, you don't? That's <laughs> yeah. your name on it. And uh, this is kind of an important affair. She just doesn't have time. I don't know if we're giving spoiler alerts here. I, also, I don't really care about the series, so yeah, I apologize either. if we're uh, screwing this up. But, like, they have this one lady who is essentially Gwyneth Paltrow with dark hair who does the Gwyneth Paltrow role exactly. Like, you could tell they actually wrote it into the script, and then she's, Gwyneth's like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> like, all right, just put in a, get a brunette, throw that brunette in there, and have her say those things and change her name to, like, Salt, and then uh, everything will be fine. <laughs> I don't think her name was Salt, but it was, it was that bad. It was bad. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, again, there were some stupid. good parts. I mean, it was, you know, interesting parts of the movie, some amazing technology and stuff. Yeah. I just don't know if people get blown away by that anymore. I don't know. And I, I know we're leading with uh, not. not the news of the day. Yeah, we we did three straight hours um, of news of the day. So, right. uh, so that, yeah, so this is kind of our break from it. But, you know, there, there is a uh, former terrorist suspect who was well-known by the FBI, who, uh, who uh, was one of the gunmen 
shot dead by cops in Garland yesterday, which is here in the Dallas Metroplex. How far is that from I'd like say it's about, studios? From here, it's minutes. probably about 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. So um, pretty close. Yeah, it's fairly close to us. Uh, it neighbors Plano and Dallas, and it's, so it's Richardson. It's right in there. I kind of found it, found it amazing that we hadn't heard about this event. Like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, there's a Muslim up cartoon thing know, 20 minutes from us, so we didn't even, I didn't I know about it until heard, the shooting. I heard nothing about nothing. it. Nothing, yeah. I mean, they didn't advertise this thing no, very much, really, and it looks like they didn't have much of a turnout either. Um, I've, I mean, they had one little corner of the gym that was maybe, you know, had some people in it. I don't know, 50 people or something. But, I mean, it's a $10,000 prize. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was like, wow, we do contests yeah. all the time that we don't have $10,000 prizes. I heard this about is, it for the first time Saturday on local radio. Oh, you did hear about uh, it? On local radio, and I thought, oh. really? They're doing that on this Sunday? Because that's the first I'd actually heard about it. Yeah, I, I heard nothing. I, I heard, of course, I don't listen much to local radio because... Yeah, but there's usually other venues that do advertising that would yeah, it's true. Know, tell you this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll have much more on this and, and uh, give you the latest on it coming up. In the meantime, here's what you probably should pay attention to. And that's maybe your preparedness uh, for whatever eventuality. Whether it's a terrorist strike that goes really badly. This one ha had uh, pretty much a happy ending. Terrorists got killed. Uh, nobody else. Um, but whether it's, whether it's a terrorist strike or, or a weather event, you know, how many... How many times did Boston get snowed in this last winter? Oh, yeah. I have Five? A, have friends up there and uh, recently saw one of them, and he showed me a picture of his, uh, his um, garage area, like his driveway. Mm -hmm. it was, the snow was pushed up all the way to his gutter. Wow. Like yeah, it was, I mean, uh, that's how tall it was literally covering the entire front of the house. And you're not getting out uh, under those circumstances. Yeah. And if you do, you, you probably don't want to, even if you could. So get your 72-hour kit uh, for 10 bucks right now 10 bucks a piece uh and that also includes shipping if you call right now 800-274-3040 it's my patriot supply offering maybe one of the greatest deals i've ever seen my patriot supply 800-274-3040 even Stu can get him you know preparated preparated with this <laughs> george bush <laughs> joining us for this commercial he's trying to get some preparation here some preparated mm -hmm. he's he's trying to be preparated so that there can be some preparation <laughs> Preparating going on. Just go to my Patriot Supply, 800-274-3040. Food, it's freedom, and they hate our freedom. We don't, but they do. They hate our okay, freedom. You can just so go, get, go to break. Get some prepare. Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. This means crystal clear sound and cheaper phone bills. Broadvoice has been ranked in the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 and Inc. 500 as one of the fastest-growing private companies in America. Get Broadvoice right now for only $8.95 a month. Keep your existing phone number for free, and Broadvoice will send you their easy plug-in adapter free. All this, and you get unlimited local calling for just $8.95 a month. Plus, for a limited time, Broadvoice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at Broadvoice.com or call 888-332-8036. 
888-77 Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, these uh, terror douchebags uh, that were shot yesterday in, nice uh, in Garland. Thank you. Uh, one from Phoenix, Arizona. His home has now been surrounded and uh, bomb squad carrying out searches. I'm, I'm sure that that's probably been carried out by now. Uh, the reports said that uh, they had some sort of explosive in the car. And it looked like, uh, according to one of the websites I saw, it looked like the car had been, uh, something had exploded in there. And so apparently they detonated it, whatever it was in there. Um, and... But we uh, we quickly lost these two terrorists oh, from no. the planet. Well, um, I heard. Well, you 15, say quickly. Fifteen seconds. It was fifteen full seconds. Fifteen seconds. Uh, so I, you've got to love and admire the Garland police and the SWAT team there that was there that were sent there just in case anything happened. Something did happen, and they took care of it quickly. I mean, the guys got off a shot and shot the guy in a leg in the leg, and then they were put down. Yeah. Immediately. I mean, it's not an entirely fair comparison, but, uh, I mean, look at the disparity between the Garland police or, or SWAT team. I'm not sure who actually took the shots that took these guys out. but It was a, just a, a police officer. Police officer. Police officer. Yeah. And they were in the area, I guess. So 15 seconds after this thing starts, this guy's dead. And the disparity of looking at that next to the Charlie Hebdo uh, situation where a police officer yeah. is without a gun, face down, being executed in the street. Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk about different approaches, and it's not exactly a perfect, uh, you know, because, you know, they knew this event was going on where Charlie Hebdo was just a normal day at the office and this happened. And so it's, right. it's certainly different. But the idea that, uh, you know, you come to Texas, I, I retweeted somebody earlier today who had a great, great comment. Actually, I'll give it to you exactly. Um, <laughs> Texas is where ISIS wannabes go to get outgunned at an art gallery. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Texas, great. baby. That's great. That is great. Uh, the Garland event called the first annual Muhammad Art Exhibit and Contest. I, I'm guessing it might also be the last annual. Uh, do you keep doing an annual event um, when something like this has happened? Maybe. I don't know, maybe. I think that they would. Maybe you do, yeah. right? I mean, I, again, I think there would be a lot of security. But this, I mean, this is certainly going to bring attention to their organization. Um, you, know, uh, you know, this is the same organization that has put up the controversial um, subway posters uh, and billboards around America, about, particularly in the New York area of, of, you know, very controversial things where they, you know, some of them are... You know, you know, Islamic extremists killed this little boy, and it's a graphic picture. I can't remember exactly. It was something like that, though. It was like a graphic or like really controversial stance on it, which some of them are controversial, maybe, but some of them shouldn't be. Um, and uh, so they they they're they're used to this sort of thing. They're used to being the controversial organization, mm -hmm. uh, and obviously this is why they did this. And I would assume they're going to continue to do it. They might do more. I I, I thought it was also interesting uh, that ISIS took credit for this. I mean. It had such a happy ending for for Texas and for America hmm. that uh, why would you want to claim uh, why would you want to claim that event? I mean, you know, they always say yeah. at the end of these uh, speeches where they promise blood running in the streets, Allah willing. Apparently, Allah wasn't willing on this one yeah. for that to happen, except for your blood. I, I, it's like no one's saying up and saying we take credit for the 2014 Tampa Bay Buccaneers season. Like, no one. No, it's just why would you do that? No, no one does that. It's, uh, they went. Not even Tampa Bay. No, Not even the Tampa went. Bay Buccaneers. And they're like, wait, wait, wait I, we forgot. We thought. Oh, no, I wasn't on that team. I wasn't. That wasn't me. You got no evidence. I played on that team. <laughs> Lovey Smith's like, what Tampa? I've never even been there. Uh, 
Meanwhile, the American Jihadi allegedly called for the attack on the uh, Texas Mohammed drawing contest, uh, a guy who is uh, now deceased. Um, he said more than a week before the event, he, he w apparently they had this uh, in mind, Mohammed Abduli Abdu, Abduhali Hassan, a 25-year-old fighter with the Al-Shabaab uh, terrorist group in Somalia, is thought to have posted messages urging violence against the event uh, in Garland, preempting the uh, eventual attack. Hassan is believed to have posted a message on Twitter calling for violence. Both the message and the account have now been removed from Twitter. So this might have been what, uh, what alerted the authorities to be so prepared. As yeah, prepared as they were, and this is and this comes out of this debate we've had many times of what law enforcement is supposed to do with social networking, because you have like this idea that you know they shouldn't be investigating every single innocent person's Twitter feed. However, when idiot terrorists are putting hashtag Texas attack, yeah. as you see here, yeah. I mean uh, yeah, they better be looking, right? Like you yeah. you, you have to know. Uh, you know this is coming. I guess it's it's a weird line, but uh, they were very well prepared. Handled it well. Um, and, you know, I know that the SWAT team was per private security for, for the organization. I don't, I, obviously, the police wound up showing up as well. Uh, but, you know, if they're going to pay for their security, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, I, this is an interesting tweet. Uh, as we were showing a moment ago, the bro with me and myself have given uh, Baya to Amiral Muamineen. Mm, love May him Allah accept us as Mujahideen. Make dua. I don't then, know what half of that means, but um, but, uh, but the, I guess the easy one there is may Allah accept us as Mujahideen. So yeah. may he respect our jihad efforts. Right. And then mm -hmm. hashtag Texas attack. You get a good idea about what's, what's about to happen. And they did. And they did. And they put him down. So. <laughs> it's interesting. They went with the hashtag. It's like, well, in theory, no one else would know about it. So I don't know if it's going to trend. Uh, oh. Until maybe after the until after. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what they th thought that, you know, we really could. crazy. But I mean. ISIS is crazy. They're, they're, it seems like... Whoa, whoa, <clears throat> whoa. Was that I, I want to make that sure that everyone knows that I did not stand by that remark. You don't? Um, no, I mean, I think they're just they're freedom fighters. No, okay. uh, you know, they, they have... Are they, do they think... Are, they have different names that, you might, that might scare you, Pat. <laughs> names like Muhammad that might be scary to little old Pat, Mr. White Guy. Maybe. You know, maybe I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, other than that, I don't see what your problem is with them. I mean, look, they're... So you're okay with the, uh, with the video they released on Saturday? I mean, oh, you don't like... TV is a, now out of bounds for Showing Pat. a teenage boy executing a man who the group accused of being a spy. The kid was 14 years old. That part of it is a little more questionable is it? to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Because well, it sounded like I mean, you were pretty much okay with that. <laughs> well, until you brought up the freaking <laughs> video and I was uh, ended my fun, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, how bad is this, though? I mean, they, Real bad? This is... Uh, Way yeah, bad? It's an amazing strategy, too, because why would they think this would work for them? Showing 14-year-olds executing people? I don't know. And they keep doing it. Yeah. it, like, it like it is working for them. I don't know. Maybe they're getting more recruits from this. I don't know. But it's not playing well in the West, and yeah. maybe that's not what they're worried about. Maybe they're trying to get, you know, recruiting going for the Middle East, and maybe that works there. Mm -hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. Oh, okay. It's funny. It's amazing. Um, 
the show Tyrant, which was on FX uh, last year, and I talked about it a little bit on this yeah. network, which I really liked it a lot. There's another season coming, by the way, uh, and if you haven't watched it, you may want to skip a, a moment or two here. But um, they, uh, we've already ruined Avengers for you, so let's uh, <laughs> let's go with Tyrant as well. Um, but there's a scene in which um, the the two kids that grow up to uh, you know battle over power over this sort of mythical uh, dictatorship. Um, they flash back to their youth, and the dad, who is the dictator of the time, is trying to get them tougher and trying to get their kid, who's around the same age, I mean, he was more like maybe 9 or 10, to execute this uh, you know, random guy who they thought was standing up against the regime. And the other guy grabs the gun, the other kid grabs the gun and executes him for him. They're kind of just setting the scene of how evil these guys were. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what the West shows to show what the most evil possible thing could be. And these guys are doing it as a commercial for themselves. Over I mean, and over talk and about over about a crazy, uh, you know, dis- yeah. you know, difference in uh, cultures. It's I, really bizarre. And I don't know how that, how they think that's, that works. Part of me believes they don't think it works. They realize that it's going to um, get people more and more pissed off, and they want that war. They want that chaos. They want uh, the chaos to bring back the twelfth mm-hmm. Imam or whatever their you know current belief is. It could be that. I don't it, know. It might also be. Awarding to the West that look how committed mm-hmm. we are. We're so committed that our, our children are willing to to uh, to kill and die for the cause. I, I don't know, but it's 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 ugly mm-hmm. and it's sick and twisted. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. Kind of like Jeffy. Ugly, sick, twisted. twisted. You know, I have kind of. Well, the, the one thing we left out was, of course, that he's. he's uh, oh, what is the word? Uh, oh gosh, there's one other one. Um, overweight. Yeah, you know, I just it, I was struggling. Well, we almost that. did, but we got it in. You're you're uh, what he's saying? Overweight. Overweight. Over. Overweight. You know, the news media, the the left-wing news media, uh, never ceases to amaze. Uh, they they do cease to delight, but they never cease to amaze. I really, Soledad o- O'Brien on CNN uh, stopped by to argue that using the word thug is a proxy word for the N-word. So... Thug is the new N-word now. What are you, what are you talking? That is too asinine for even Soledad O'Brien. Really? I feel like about five years from now, we'll just be doing sign language because we'd be afraid to say any actual words. Well, it depends on what kind of sign language. And it depends use. on what fingers you plan on using. Right, right. That's a good point. I mean, here's, here's what she said. This is, come on now. So is the T-word the new N-word? And should people in the media use it or avoid it? Why do words, and pictures for that matter, matter so much? Why has thug become such a loaded word? Listen, I I think what uh, the Baltimore City Councilman uh, Carl Stokes was trying to tell Erin Burnett is that uh, thug is a proxy, is a word that we use instead of the N-word. And I think that's really true. I I can't think of a, a situation where there's ever been a headline or someone has called... A, uh, a white oh young God. person who's Are in the middle s- of a violent protest I don't demonstration, it. I really whatever. Don't 
a thug. I, I can't remember specifically Richard, Richie Incognito over and over and over and over and over again. No, no, and obviously, and, right? And, but, but, and, but, and, and the, the African-American mayor of the city and the African-American president of the United States used the word. Doesn't so necessarily mean. it's the equivalent mean, of the N-word, how does that work? Right, well, doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have a specific agenda and how they're using it. When you talk about what? journalists, though, I, I think journalists shouldn't have an agenda. Uh, okay, so Soledad, the president it's, it's has shut it down, think, an agenda for, for using the new N-word. Wow, is she? Oh, I, I mean, God, that is just, just. There's not a lot of there's wow. not a lot of thinking going on there. No, there's no. the lights are on, but oh, nobody's man. home. Wow, that's rough. Nobody's freaking. That's actually home. uncomfortable to watch. Is she on? A, she's not on a show anymore. I, I, I thought she? she went to Al Jazeera. No, didn't she go to like? Uh, she may have. But but it says yeah, she's she on CNN, have. so maybe she didn't. I don't know. I thought maybe. Well, she's on CNN. CNN. She stopped by. It says. To oh, okay. Argue. Yeah. So maybe she was. I think the the guy is the host and she's the guest right now. So she I may mean, still be on. Just just think about that how stupid the point you're making is, Soledad. You're saying wow. the president and the mayor, both black have said, use the word thug to describe these people, and you're saying it's like they're using the N-word. They're using it as a proxy to, uh, to hide <laughs> their wanted use, desired use of the N-word. That is one of the dumbest points that's ever been made on television. And we, look, we're, we do this show. We have Jeffy on this show. There's a, we have all the records of the dumbest points ever made on television. And you talk about thugs. Look at this guy yeah, right there. Right no. there. Right, right there. Right there. Right there. I mean, I, I remember Richie uh, Incognito being called that. I oh, mean, he was I called think, a thug over and over again. Yeah. I mean, has Eminem ever been called a thug? I would say, yeah. I would say, yes. Probably. I, I would say there have uh, been millions of times when white yeah. people have been called thugs. I, I mean, all through the 30s and 40s, the, the uh, gangsters, the mobsters are called thugs. Mm -hmm. Those guys are thugs. Uh, big burly bouncers who beat the crap out of people for no reason are called thugs. Yeah. Thug is not a word that belongs to black people. I, it's not even applied only to black people. It's again the same thing that winds up being the that, people accusing unreal. those of racism are actually thinking in a racist yeah. way. Yes. It's like because you are applying, you're seeing it applied only to black people. And you're assuming that makes you the racist. It kind of makes you. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. No, Buck, I think that's right. I think it is too. Maybe, I think it's right. Maybe Buck gets into some of this here. There's this. Uh, he's explaining the origins of the word thug. Watch. So what is a thug? It's a term used by many of us these days, and most of us have a basic idea of what it represents. A thug is a criminal, a hoodlum, a bully who preys on the weak. During riots in Ferguson and Baltimore, for example, the looters were widely referred to as thugs. But you might not know that the origin of this word comes from a group that lived hundreds of years ago, and in fact, they weren't even American. The original thugs lived in India. The word comes from the Hindi thag, which means a swindler or a thief. We have the word thug now in English because of events during British colonial rule in India. The Brits discovered a mysterious and, as it turned out, bloodthirsty cult. It was a cult of thieves who posed as innocent travelers and then killed their victims by strangulation. This was the thuggy cult. Film buffs might recognize them from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, although their portrayal in that movie is not exactly accurate. The real-life thuggies appeared around 1356, hundreds of years before the Brits came on the scene. 
And from then on until the 1830s, these stealthy assassins stalked caravans and travelers all across the Indian subcontinent. They were inspired by the Hindu goddess of death, Kali, but were in fact primarily Muslims. They used deception and patience as their main tactics. Thugs would join a group of travelers, befriend them, and go for some distance, perhaps hundreds of miles, until the perfect moment presented itself. In a place where there would be no witnesses and no help forthcoming, the thugs would pounce upon a traveler, strangle, rob, and then bury the body. Think about it. Thugs were a silent scourge for a long time in India. Mm. Rudimentary police tactics and forensics made it hard like for them to be tracked down. They did not exist killers. on the Indian subcontinent. The thugs were shockingly successful in this cam exactly. campaign mm -hmm. of murder and theft. Mm -hmm. Some historians estimate that they killed 50,000 people. Others say the number wow. was as high as 2 million. What? It wasn't until the early 1800s that British authorities in India learned about the thugs, tracked mm -hmm. thousands of them down, yeah. rounded them up, and hanged many of them. Oh then finally the cult died away. And it was a novel published in 1830, mm -hmm. Confessions of a Thug, by Philip Meadows, that told the Western world this tale of horror of the thuggy cult campaign of mass murder and gave us the word used to describe its adherence, a thug. So that's the origin of the word thug in under three minutes. There you go! Just what Buck found, uh, mm -hmm. akin to the N-word. Same thing. Same thing, basically. Exactly. I think it's what he said. Thug <laughs> equals N-word. Well, look, uh, brown skin. I think he showed right there. Right. It only applies to someone of brown skin. That's the only thing I took it from that. Nothing to do with the idea that all of the it's other nonsense that's been used mm -hmm. or instead of like from people like Soledad O'Brien was not true. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I, I, you know, pretty interesting story too. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't know that going back. I didn't either. But uh, today's use of it is obviously not only targeted at uh, black people. It's targeted at anyone who. I, I think it's used. How would you actually d identify the way it's used today? As someone who is a, a crim doing something criminal, yeah, um, usually. Yep. That, uh, and or, seriously, uh, it, does race factor into it either way? No. If you talk, this, this equally applies to white, brown, and black. Yeah, I mean, look at Eminem's a good example because you know he kind of does that style. It's like mm -hmm. now, of course, he's a millionaire guy and probably does not at all. Uh, you know, adhere to uh, any of that stuff anymore. But it's like the idea that you have a guy who's, you know, he's talking junk, he's outspoken, he's kind of in your face, maybe he's doing petty crimes. It's not necessarily the person who is out there. It's not Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, like I wouldn't say that Jeffrey Dahmer's a thug. Why? Because he's white. No, because he, it's a different type of crime. But that idea of like you're doing street crime in the city, uh, you're breaking windows, you're holding up gas stations, that's not all black people. And this is what I'm saying about how the, the racism is actually reversed mm -hmm. here. The people saying it are the ones uh, who have a problem here uh, They're with race. Right. Because right. you know what? Not all, it's not all black people that wrap convenience stores. It's actually all sorts of different people who it, do it. it. To me, it's fascinating because it's all these people that are looking for all these code words that seem to be the most racist. Mm -hmm. Like Chicago being code word for black. Where Apartment. Apartment. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are racist ideas. Yeah. What do you mean apartment means black? Where does that come from? Well, the other one is hoodie. Hoodies. I was with some yeah. friends this weekend. There's oh, a lot of a bunch white of white guys, and they were all wearing wear hoodies. hoodies. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, it's uh, it happens. This does not mean black person. You don't like. I don't know. I poor. Just, they told us poor. Mm -hmm. Food stamps. Poverty. All of these, mm -hmm. the poverty. Mm -hmm. All of these things are the same as black. No. What are you talking about? That does. You're right. It shows their racism. I mean, think about it. Every crime that you would you would criticize someone in the news who happens to be African American for, Jeffy's done. 
He's done all yeah. of them times right. 10. Right. And clearly, he'd be a right. thug, but he's white. Well, right. That's true. Can't you know? be a thug. Now we just call him a douchebag. That's all. I mean, right? not, not as much to his face. No, but still. Yeah. You People do. are like, a lot of times so we call him overweight. Yeah, well, that we always call him. But that's so obvious. I never heard you call me a douchebag to my face. People say all the time, you guys, you're so hard on Jeffy on the air. I hope you're nicer to him off the air. And I say, actually, the reverse. We're very nice to him on the air. And off the air, it's much, much worse. And it's because he's overweight. And a douchebag. What he's saying there, if you, in case you don't understand, is that there's a certain weight uh, that doctors recommend. and You're over that. You're over you exceed that. it. You've exceeded that By weight. a lot. By tons, probably. Tons. So, more patents do coming up. You, you see what see, we're saying? Yeah, yeah, there's like a weight that. that you should be. They call it a healthy and weight. Then, and then there's a weight that you are. No, there's research out there that says that being overweight is actually better uh, for your health. You live, In live that case, you, you'd be the perfection. Now, you did okay. the research, I will say. Uh, that is the one disclaimer. Triple eight seven two seven. Beck, it's Pat and Stu. You know what's great is we could have a president. Of the United States, very soon. Well, we'd have to wait till 2016 because that's when the election is. We can't get him sooner. But we could have a president of the United States who wants the United States of America to look like Scandinavia. Finally, finally, somebody's making us that promise. Turn us into Norway, please. Or Finland or, you know, Denmark, whatever. Uh, any of them will do. I don't care. I, you know, I'm kind of partial to Finland because my son spent two years there, and and gosh, if there's anybody who loves socialism now, it's him because he saw really he saw what socialism does. He saw it for uh, saw up, it first up close firsthand, up close American perspective mm -hmm. to see what it was like, and mm -hmm. he comes oh, back and is now man. advocating for it. Oh, he swears by it. Really? Yeah. What, is, what does yeah. he really think? Oh, he he, I mean, if he loved America going over, but it just solidified everything he believed. And more about our way of life here, and he because he saw the fact that nobody lives in a house for one thing. <laughs> you know the taxes are so high that only you talk about disparity. Uh, only the incredibly wealthy in Finland can even own a home, like a single-family home. Everybody else lives in apartments, so they're all black. Because they live in apartments. Right. Because that's, code that's a code black. word for black. Except that there aren't too many of them. <laughs> There's not there. too many. And not by the way, if a Republican were to have said what we were about to watch mm -hmm. from Bernie Sanders, tell me this would not be spun as racism against him. Watch oh, this. Yeah. Watch this statement. Someone who calls himself a socialist to be elected president of the United States. Well, so long as we know what democratic socialism is. And if uh, we know that we in countries in Scandinavia, Germany. like Denmark, Norway, Sweden, they are very democratic countries. Obviously, the voter turnout is a lot higher than it is in the United States. In those countries, health care is a right of all people. In those countries, college education, graduate school is free. Uh, in those countries, retirement benefits, child care are stronger than in the United States of America. And in those countries, by and large, government works for ordinary Go people that are middle douche. class rather than, as is the case right now in our country, uh, for the billionaire I class. can hear the Republican attack ad right now. He wants America to look more like Scandinavia. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. Oh, this guy, I love this guy. And what's guy. wrong with that? What's wrong when you have more income and wealth equality? What's wrong when wow. we, they have 
uh, a stronger middle class in many ways than we do, a higher minimum wage uh, than we do, and they're stronger on the environment than we do. Look, the fact of the matter is we do a lot in our country, which is good, but we can learn from other countries. We have, George, the highest rate of childhood poverty of any major country on earth at the same time as we're seeing a proliferation of millionaires and billionaires. Frankly, I don't think that's sustainable. I don't think that's what America is about. First of all, there's a lot of uh, lies in there. But secondly, we should point out here that the only difference between uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton is that Bernie says it. Right. He just says it. He's being honest with you. He's telling you exactly what he believes. And he also has the the accomplishment of being uh, elected as a senator, as an independent, not easy, uh, where Hillary Clinton was elected as a Democrat in New York, which is easy. Outside of that, I mean, what's the difference? You might as well have Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is a much better uh, nominee as far as uh, uh, an actual Democrat would would look at him and say, look, he's saying all the things I care about. This wealth bull crap, too. First of all, we uh, Americans, I I just saw this stat. I wish I I wish I had it in front of me right now. But I just saw the statistic about average income in America compared to uh, like Norway, Finland. I think Norway is the highest per capita income in there. In, in those uh, three Scandinavian countries. Um, and it seems to me it was around $50,000 uh, a year. And then they take all but like 22000 of it from you in taxes. I mean, the quality of living does not compare to the United States of America. And you can say they're richer than we are because they make more money. I, actually, I, I even think the per capita income here is higher than in Scandinavia. Um, Do they get more free things? Yeah, but guess what, Bernie? They're not free. They pay so much in taxes that they get to take home less than 50% of what they make so that other people can go to, other people's kids can go to college, uh, so that other people can have health care. It's madness. If, If you want Scandinavia, go live in Scandinavia. It already exists. <laughs> Why recreate it here? Um, I, I'm just picking Finland, for example, demographics of Finland. Um, and this is why I think and, the race. And then you part. want to talk about demographics. What is it, 90% white? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for here. Let's see. Of course, everything but the thing you want. Let's see. Population of Finland. This is. Okay, so Finnish. You probably think that's probably white, right? Mm-hmm. Finnish, uh, 89%. Swedish, 5.3%. Russian, 1.3%. Estonian, 0.8%. And English, 0.3%. So the white people make up about... Did you say... So it's Finnish? 89, 94, 95, 96, 97. 97%? The first thing that comes up that might not be white would be Somali... Uh, which is 0.3% of the population. Yeah. Now, imagine if a, white, a Republican said, oh, gosh. Uh, we want this country to look more like Finland, they, more like Norway, more death. like Sweden. Essentially, all white. Imagine yeah. if somebody said that who was a Republican, uh, but would they just he gets a complete pass. No one will even ever follow up with him about that. No one will ever follow up with Bernie Sanders and say, you said you wanted the country to look like a country that's almost exclusively white. Glenn, um, way back at the beginning of the show, we did a, an event in, uh, near Cleveland. Um, I can't remember the name of the town, but it was a July 4th celebration. And Glenn was looking for sort of that iconic American-looking town uh, to, to go have the event at. And we didn't know that we wanted to have it near Cleveland because it was a big market for us um, and still is. 
And so we uh, so we planned it out. I can't remember people. I can't remember the name of the uh, the stupid yeah. town. And but he was looking for a look. Yeah, look, town, you know, the right? white picket not, fence. Not the demographic. Right, exactly. So he announced the event, and uh, a local reporter, I don't even know if she's around anymore, Regina Brett, I do remember her name because we mocked her relentlessly after this. Uh, she, uh, she said, oh, well, Glenn Beck is going to this town, and guess what? It's 98% white. No wonder he's going to that town. <laughs> Acting as if we picked the town because it had white people in it, not white picket fences. Um, and it was, of course, ridiculous and a typical dumb liberal assault. Um, and it's like, this is, this is exactly what he just said. Yeah. He said he was going, he wanted it to look more like those countries. It's amazing. And he's going to get nothing from it. More patents, too. Go Bernie. I want him to win. Apparently, the web could reach its limit in just eight years. I didn't know the web had a limit. <laughs> Did you know that? This is like peak oil, where they keep predicting it every few years, and, yeah. and they would never actually get there. That's exactly what I thought of when I read this this morning. Uh, but it, they say, this is a, a British article, and they say it could use all of Britain's power supply by 2035, according to scientists. Well, if it hits the capacity in eight years, I would assume it wouldn't. If it hits the capacity of use right. in eight years, why is it going to continue to g gain more and more use of power and then take all the power in 2035? These sound like predictions mm -hmm. that assume absolutely no innovation. Uh, assume that right. they will not increase their power generation, let's say. Very true. There will be no innovation in how we use power. No more uh, Indeed. Uh, efficiencies gained. And the typical sort of nonsensical, scaremongering, global warming-ish article. It does, it does have that feel. Mm. Uh, the Internet is heading towards a capacity crunch as it fails to keep up with our demand for faster data, according to scientists. Leading engineers, physicists, and uh, telecom firms have been summoned to a meeting in London's Royal Society later this month to discuss what can be done to avert the web crisis. The boom of Internet TV, streaming services, and ever more powerful computers has, has increased the strain on communications infrastructure. In just 20 years, if usage rates continue <laughs> there you go. and nothing else happens. If current trends continue. Uh, all of Britain's power supply could be consumed by Internet use. I mean, it does. It's an interesting illustration that shows how much we depend on it now. I mean, it, it is does. amazing. I was, again, this is uh, from um, the Avengers movie, but, like, I was amazed at the, the, how many references there were to the Internet. And it's like, you're in a society in which there's, like, super creatures <laughs> controlling the globe, and you have rocks that, are, that control more power than any nine zillion nuclear weapons combined in a little tiny rock this big. Yet they're like, and we've got to protect the Internet. Like, is the internet still around in this world? Like, really? Apparently, the answer uh, is yes. Apparently, and they're like, "Well, we need to go to the central internet placey thingy." 
and they go to the central internet placey thingy. This is that movie, right? I can't even remember mm -hmm. now. It's all meshing together. So they, those, I was going to say it must be bad if they're calling it the central internet, internet placey thingy. thingy. That's what they call it, the central yeah. internet placey thingy. And it's like, we need to protect this internet placey thingy because that's where all the data goes through. It's like, wait a minute. You're saying in this weird future environment, we're going to put all the data through this one thing and it's going to be still the internet? Like, there's nothing else we've developed in this time? Like, I, we kind of look at the Internet as just like, it's this thing that we're going to have forever. I assume at some point we innovate past it, right? I hope so. I mean, there might be concepts that are we're still going to be able to get information to us. Uh -huh. But, I mean, I don't know. It I think you're like going to pick it out of the air eventually. Aren't we? I mean, isn't that, wasn't that uh, the goal of Tesla? He just thought you could get power. For energy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for energy. Uh -huh. You could just get power out of the air. And, um, uh, you know, there are those who thought he was fairly close to maybe um, succeeding in doing that toward the end of his life and that he had drawn up plans for that and CIA took it from him or whatever. I mean, he's yeah, supposedly like solved every equation. Yeah, he's dad. become a little bit. I mean, because Glenn loves him and, and there's a lot to love about him. Uh, there's yeah. also a, a decent amount not to love about him uh, in that, like, when he was trying to build these these uh, devices to give power to everyone, which is obviously a noble cause in theory, although I would assume global warming people would hate it. Um, but because uh, the, they always want people in like Africa to not have power, God forbid. Mm -hmm. um, but he was telling the people funding his work that he was doing something else so they would continue to fund it. And then he just was using it for this. Um, so, you know, that's kind of an issue. Um, basically, yes. he was completely fraud, uh, defrauding people out of, you know, millions of dollars, especially in uh, inflation-adjusted uh, terms. Um, but, you know, I, I, whether that ever happens, I think it's possible. I mean, I would not be surprised. Uh, and this is why, I, and it's, it's funny because we're always told we're the ones that are anti-science. It's like, who are the people looking at this and saying, I think we're going to innovate past this? Like, even if global warming is the issue that they claim it is, or these peak oil or whatever... Well, they, we'll just we'll innovate past it. We're already mm -hmm. gaining incredible amounts of efficiency. The cars are more uh, energy efficient than ever, and it has nothing to do with the government forcing it, um, although we are probably paying too much because of that. But, I mean, eventually these things happen on their own. People want to pay less for their gasoline. That's what, that's what they want to do. Yeah. You know, so they yeah. do it. Over yeah. time, it happens. There's market demand for it, and it, it gets created. Um, it's kind of an interesting uh, story, though, and I, I don't know, you know, it's like this idea that um, most of the stuff happening on the Internet when it comes to creating uh, large amounts of data is stuff like what you're watching now, if you're watching on the Internet, streaming video, which is getting higher and higher quality. You can now, you know, stream uh, incredible, you know, quality movies on devices, big screen TVs through Netflix and others. And, you know, yep. that, that was not the, th I don't think that was the thought of the internet at first. It was more like, hey, you can get your sports scores on time. Yeah. And it's gone to that. So, I mean, there is an incredible <laughs> influx, but it's not necessarily stuff that's, uh, you know, foundational to the society. I was, uh, I was kind of irritated uh, recently, the last couple of weeks, when I was trying to download the last few episodes of The Walking Dead mm -hmm. on iTunes. It was taking eight minutes per episode. What? Eight minutes! It was really pissing Are me you off. Okay? Like, I mean, obviously you're heck? okay now, but how were you then? I was oh my beside myself. I was feverish. I wouldn't assume he's was, okay now. No. Uh, that was, that's got to be a lot to go through. It, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And I had to wait eight minutes to get high-definition no, television. This was other. This was like 
No, more than one episode no, at a time. No, it was one episode at a time. If I did, if I tried to do two, it slowed it down too much to do one. Is, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. Holy crap! I apologize. I almost started killing people now. over it. Yeah, he needs to get involved. Eight minutes. The, the government. government. Government needs Thank to get involved. You. That's what I made a bunch of phone calls. I said, "Well, how can you allow this?" Here's another thing: the government needs to get involved. And in. I was recently on a plane. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, you know, on, on the Internet on a plane. I think and, I know where you're going. And I was typing stuff in and, and doing my emails and mm-hmm. work and stuff. And then I went back to check my email again and said I had lost my Internet connection. Oh, my God. Meaning I had to go to settings, click on Wi-Fi, and then click the go-go Wait Internet flight again. Wait a minute. Were you again. still in the Earth's atmosphere? I was still in the Earth's you atmosphere. You were not in outer space. I was not in outer space. I was and yet... Your connection was lost just because you were going 600 miles an hour at mm-hmm. 30,000 feet. Yeah, and I couldn't stream any video. Oh, except for the videos that they, pre, they pre-approved because right. you're buying them from them. Then right. you can stream those. Then you but, can. But you yeah. can't just stream Netflix. Well, that's the, that's go- true. That's the government for you right there. I was, no, the, the government needs to get involved and fix that. Yeah. And I felt like I was, I was, uh, I was going on because you could purchase the Internet uh, access uh-huh. from uh, this was GoGo Internet yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I'm on there, and I'm like, I'm clicking on it, and it, a there. flight pass... Twenty six ninety five for one flight. Oh my god! I know they're they're getting kind of it is a little bit pricey. But as I was thinking about it, I'm I'm on the internet at thirty thousand feet, going six hundred miles an hour. Twenty seven dollars is probably an appropriate price for that. I don't know. I I disagree with that. If it worked well, it does not work. But it does not. But it does. It does not. I mean, sometimes it's, okay. it's unnavigable. No, sometimes it absolutely doesn't work at all. Sometimes it does. And the last two or three times it's been like, uh, why did I even do this? And now it's too late. I've already paid the 30 bucks for it. Um, and that pisses me off. Because if you're going to pay the 27 or $30 or whatever it is, it should at least work fairly well. Right? Is that too much to ask? I've said that my entire life. I'm guessing about something else, though. I just, I'm just saying, I okay. agree with you 100%. Uh-huh. I've right. said that. Good. I'm going to pay 27 or 30 Yeah, we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. Expect it to work fairly good. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my God. Also, I don't even know what to say. Experts are now predicting uh, robots will take over 30% of our jobs by 2025. <laughs> Again, the same. are all the same stories. Yeah. Like, there are going to be robots everywhere. No one's going to have any jobs. Everyone's out of work. Of course, those people somehow will still be able to be on the Internet streaming video because the Internet has to go up <laughs> and using power, even though they don't have jobs. Uh, I mean, I, you know, look, I, obviously there's a lot of this stuff is coming, but this has been coming forever. This is what capitalism does well. You know, yeah. y- your cost will go down for these items. You'll be able to, this is, you know, it's the same thing that happens with free trade. You know, your cost goes down on the items, so you're able to spend a lower percentage on, on things like the necessities in life. Uh, and, you know, I, I mean, we're paying less for food, shelter, and clothing than at any time in, our, in human history. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be excited about that. That's a good thing. I kind of am. I like it. Oh, nice. Uh, Ray Kurzweil, director of engineering, we've spoken of him many times. He's uh, the director of engineering at Google. He says that by 2029, robots will have reached human levels of intelligence. Meaning, I guess, that they're capable of their own thought, right? Yeah, I mean, that doesn't seem that crazy to me, really. I mean, they can obviously do a lot of things better than humans now. I mean, I, I mean that's pretty obvious. But I mean, that's if if they can have their own ideas, create their own thought process. That's quite a bit. That's a lot of artificial intelligence, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I. 
That's just, a lot. We're advancing so fast. We are. Is it Moore's Law that we says are. that it goes, the, the, he's talking about like computing speeds, they double every 18 months or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, you've got to feel like by 2029, that's going to be just yeah, sort of the thing. I guess. You just get used to it. I guess it sounds about right. I mean, you got to feel like right now the robots are already smarter than humans like Jeffy. Yeah. I mean, no, way smarter. Way smarter. You know? But they were smarter. I mean, they can't. I mean, when it was in a, uh, uh, what was it, Commodore 64, Commodore 64 was, was smarter, smarter than Jeffy. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you could just say spoons, it's pretty much there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah. now the human voices sound really realistic. <laughs> I just saw a uh, some kind of documentary on Atari. Have you seen it? Do you read about it? No, read I'm very interested. This is sort of nerd type I thing I would like. Think, I think I saw it on, uh, is it on Netflix? I think it is. Um, I don't know. Fascinating, though. Yeah, it's about the burial site. Have oh, you yeah, ever heard yeah. of the Atari burial yeah, site? Yeah, they, they uncovered it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah last year. I wish we would have known. I, I didn't know about it at the I time. I think we did a segment on it. On, did we do it on Wonderful World of Stew, maybe? Mm. I can't, we did something about it. Cause, yeah, because it was the guy, the guy, a guy wrote a book um, about all the video games. It's called Console Wars, right? Um, it was really interesting. The guy came on. They're making a, a movie out of it. Um, but it's about all the, like, the back and forth between Sega and Nintendo over the years. It goes through the whole history of video games. And I love video games, especially as I, you know, I don't play them that much anymore. But when I was a kid, I, used, I mean, I was obsessed yeah. with them all the time. And had all of those systems, and was like it was fun reliving those moments. But the, I remember the ET game coming out. They made millions and millions of them, thinking it was going to be the biggest game ever, and it was one of the worst totally games flopped. ever. Totally, totally flopped. flopped. Um, even though it still sold a decent amount and of it, copies, but they it, had so it many destroyed extras. Destroyed the company. Destroyed yeah. the freaking company. It's amazing because Atari was so dominant. Mm -hmm. They had eighty uh, percent of all video games, both at home and in the arcade, were Atari. I mean, like, completely dominated. And they were making tens of billions of dollars a year. And this was in 1980. And then and you talk about Facebook and Google being creative, fun places to work with, with uh, all kinds of perks and whatever. You know, you can go to a restaurant at, at work and, and it's free. I guess Atari was like, <laughs> like the mecca of hedonism. And so when you went to work there, they're smoking pot, they're bringing in girls, they're throwing <laughs> parties. Apparently, Atari in 1980 was like quite a place to work. It was oh, like, yeah. we're going to the Playboy Mansion. Wow. And so, because their thing, too, then was, we're going to spark your creative imagination while you're working. And uh, uh, people apparently uh, loved it, the programmers there. And then you see what they came up with, and it's so ancient looking you know like pong kung 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 it's two paddles and a ball that bounce around the screen yep. that's mm -hmm. all it is yep. and it i mean even things like uh, pac-man and space invaders are virtually nothing compared to what we have today and yet uh it dominated the market it made billions and billions of dollars and then you look at what we have now and how quickly that's all developed. It's pretty astounding. Pretty astounding. It's called a, I guess I, it's called Atari Game, Game Over. Over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah. It's that, would be a good, that would actually be a fun uh, interview. We should uh, maybe see if the director will come on. Or... Yeah. And, and anyway, after E.T. Uh, kind of doomed the company, uh, they apparently took all their stuff, all their consoles and the video games, the E.T. video games, and buried them. In a city landfill. In Nevada, right? In, in Las Vegas or something. It was a lo New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico, that's right, yeah. 
And I don't know why they did that. Um, they didn't know what to do with them. Not really sure. Right. Uh, they just didn't know what to do with them. I mean, they, were, them? they had millions extra. Yeah. They were not selling them. <laughs> Apparently, when they did the big dig, they only found like 1,500 of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and then, so some of them went to museums, some of them were auctioned off, and some of them were kept, I guess. But uh, kind of an interesting story. Mm. Um, and if you remember, Atari was everywhere, right? Asteroids was Atari. Oh, yeah. Pac-Man was Atari. The 2600, and then they had the, the 5200, 5, and then the 7800 after. They did a 7, oh, did they get to 78? Yeah. Wow. And then they had the Jaguar as well that came out after that. Do not know Atari, the Jaguar. Jaguar. It was like competing against, I want to say it was like the Super Nintendo uh, area, and they were the first 64-bit uh, game system. Was it really? Yeah. So, I mean, wow. it, at the time it was fairly advanced, but none of them ever worked really after that. I remember think my, my cousin had the 7800, and it was like, to me, the most amazing. Like, I just wanted to go to his house just to, to sit there and play it all day. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, and, and it just never really caught on. And you compare that to, like, PlayStation 4 now? Oh, my I mean, God. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It looks like they're, they're like drawings that I would make. <laughs> Stick figures. <Yeah. laughs> it's pretty amazing. Mm. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do come up. Jeffy, what was that? Tell me. What was that story you were telling me about? Um, uh, you buried something in the Las Vegas desert or the New, New Mexico desert. We don't want me to talk. Oh, that's off here. Jeffy can get through reading a few sentences in a row. Uh, Jeffy, tell us about the new Tesla development. Spoons. Oh, darn it. Didn't work. Dun, dun, Back da, da, to <laughs> now, uh, we were interested in this because Tesla is announcing something not related to their cars, uh, mm. which, of course, as, you, as we've gushed many times on this show, we love their cars. Uh, they're awesome. Um, and I, I really want one. And they look good, too. They, they, they do. They I saw a couple this great. weekend on the road that were Me just, too. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Every time okay. I drive by one, I think, ah, why don't I have I that? totally want it. I want to buy oh. it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I get in those nice. modes where I really it convince really myself nice. I'm going to buy one and then I and then I was out. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Too they're too much. Ex- if they were half the price, I think I definitely would buy one. But like, there's certain things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, like I know it sounds ridiculous if it was half the price, but you know, sometimes you know it has to be much less than half the price to buy. Like a Lamborghini, I'm not buying at half right. the price. No way. Yeah. Right? You know, it yeah. would have to be like a quarter of the price for me to buy. Like something like this. Like you know, if you can get if you can get something like this around fifty grand. I mean, I'm pulling the trigger on that thing right away. It's a hundred grand, though. It's a lot of I money. Know. It's and a it, lot it, of money. It doesn't, it, as good as it looks, it's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money and a lot of hassle. Right, because you, you have you to you price that in. If you want to drive anywhere other than home to work. Yeah, you've got to price it in because it's like if a normal car... You have to you have to add on basically like if you're going to travel anywhere with any real distance you basically have to rent a car you do. Right. or, or you're you going to use deal with a lot car. of hassle. Yeah. Use your other car for all uh, outside the city travel. But it would work and, for me know, because it, I mean commuting to work I could handle it and then yeah. uh, and then when we went long trips most of the time we'd probably be with the kids anyway we'd need to take the SUV. Yeah. Uh, you pop I it mean, in there. You're not going to yeah. let the little rud wrecks run around in the Tesla anyway. Very true. <laughs> you don't want them <laughs> Yeah, I dropping mean, stuff in there. I love there. you, Zach. I love you, Ainsley, but no crumbs in my Tesla. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this, uh, I think it was like Thursday night or Friday, they unveiled their, the power wall uh, that is supposed to, is like four feet, hangs on a garage wall. 
steel power. I this is a, the best description of this product. I mean, why don't they just hire you to do the commercial? They should have. <laughs> yeah, power wall. It's like four hangs feet on the wall, tall, four hangs on the wall. Tall, what does it on there? do? <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me how it, how for? it hangs. <laughs> what does it do? It's a sleek surface. <laughs> <laughs> it's a power wall. It's, it's only it about seven inches, and it just—it's there on the wall in your garage, and you just hang it there where nobody can see it. It's great. Oh, you can hang it outside too. <laughs> okay, you can hang it outside. So wait, what does it do? Yeah, what is it? What does it do? It's solar power. Okay, it is solar powered. I, I thought it wasn't. I thought it was it had nothing to do with solar power. It was about storing power. You can get it from the either the grid or from solar panels. Yeah, the unit is geared toward homeowners. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Three things. Okay. Backup yes. power, minimize peak time use of utilities, get off the grid. Okay, yeah, so here's the, the, this is great. Right. So the idea is, A, you can have solar panels that funnel uh, your, you know, take the power and you store it in this, uh, in this wall that you hang on the wall. So there now, are... <laughs> Are, they're not batteries. They're not. Batteries. No, they are batteries. They so, are batteries. So you. So if you have a solar panel, obviously the, the issues with that is at night you can't have any power. Well, here you could. If you have excess power, you can store it in here and save. Um, number two, if you if the grid, if you have variable power rates, um, like in California, they were saying um, at night, power costs about one third of what it does during the day. So you could store all the power at night and then run your power, uh, run all of your uh, home, uh, you, you know, appliances and such on mm -hmm. this uh, power wall that you hang on the wall, uh, and that uh, <laughs> <laughs> power wall that you hang on the wall. In the, in the garage? In the garage. Okay. It's great. Right. Uh, you can run it off of that during the day when power is more expensive. Uh, and then the third one is backup power, which we've talked about certainly here. You've, you've seen a lot of products that would address that. Uh, but it's, it's a cool idea because you could have it. So if you have a generator, instead of having a generator, you could, you could get a day's worth of power or whatever off of this before you had to worry about that, which is kind of cool too. Mm -hmm. And in theory, your generator could actually charge this in, 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 a, in a specific you know, instance. They're saying that it ranges in price from $3,000 for a 7-kilowatt-hour model to $3,500 for a 10-kilowatt version. Now, that sounds reasonable. Sounds, yeah. oh, that's not bad. I would like to get it. Uh -uh. Those prices don't include an AC to DC power inverter installation. Okay. And that's where they're going to start getting you because they're talking anywhere up to 20000 20000 What? It said here, this story says, but still far lower uh, than the 20000 estimate uh. that one analyst gave. So it's under twenty. But wow. they're not, they didn't say they have a price for that. Jeez. I mean, I, that's obviously inverter. makes it Come on. completely ridiculous if that's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm three thousand sounds great. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's still an expense. I mean, three thousand dollars to make to save the amount of money to pay off that three thousand dollars would take years. Well, yeah, but it hangs on the wall in the garage. And it looks good. It's, it's in the garage. It's a power it. wall on the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you hang it on the wall. It's like seven inches deep. It is seven, seven what is the size? Deep. I was curious. Seven inches deep, uh, four feet by three feet. So it's not bad. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not gigantic. Why would you hang it on the wall? Uh, it, it looks would, nice. <laughs> can you, can you, uh, is it portable? Like, could you take it and move it to your new house if you moved? Uh, it looks like you could, but I don't know, with the, with the whole addition of the AC to DC power inverter, mm -hmm. 
I'm not sure how that would go. I'm going to have to find out. It might be tough to do that. And now someone who has actually heard the story and understands it, I'd like you to call in, 888 back and tell us all the things Jeffy said that were incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> that were incorrect? Yeah, all the things, that, all the details Everything you Everything I said was correct. Every, all the details. You, it's a wall, the jang on the wall. <laughs> My guess is you don't really... That. Do you really hang it on the wall? If it's four feet by three oh, come feet, on, I you're can't not imagine hanging it, you're on, hanging the it on the wall. Yeah. I mean, no. you could. Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> no. Why wouldn't you, you would do that? You would not hang it on a wall. You absolutely would. It's seven inches How deep. How heavy is it? How heavy is it? And it's four feet by three feet wide and long? Come on. Shut up. It's batteries, too. It's not, <laughs> then it's not batteries. Like a, a painting. batteries on the wall? <laughs> It doesn't say about the weight. What are you talking about? Uh, you, you dig your batteries and you hang them on the wall. And then there's like okay. some battery juice that'll drip down your wall and eat away your house. Well, that's why you have the ACDC converter. Now, interestingly enough, Tesla says the weight of the Powerwall is 220 pounds. It's perfect for hanging on the wall. Wait a minute, look at the picture of you it. Just nail it to the wall. It looks wall. like a refrigerator. You're going to hang it on a wall? I knew you didn't hang this on the wall. Look at oh, really? Look at that. Oh, really? <laughs> You're not hanging that on the wall. It looks like a refrigerator. Not, not hanging that on the wall. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's look at that. I promise no one in the world is hanging that on their wall. Triple A seventy seven back. You promise? Back. More patents too. I, I promise. Nobody's mm -hmm. hanging it on their wall. <laughs> it's about forty feet by thirty feet. Weighs about eighteen thousand pounds. You just nail it to the wall, and it looks great. <laughs> Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome, welcome. Uh, yeah, it looks like I'm looking at like they're like a thousand dollars. It looks like what for the, the AC converters? inverters? The inverters? Oh, yeah. the inverter. So the actual wall unit or whatever. And what you were looking at wall, was not the wall, on the wall. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the one I looked at it was like a refrigerator, like a refrigerator so freezer. Apparently, uh, that you're not hanging that on the wall. But I guess there's a different one. Is there yeah. a different model? Yeah, there's a. I guess there's a. The home use one is apparently the one Jeffrey was talking about, which does look like you could hang it on the wall. Uh, in fact, it is used mm. as hanging on the wall. Um, so that one was three thousand. Would you say three to seventy five hundred? Three to thirty five. Three, okay, three thousand to thirty five hundred. Yeah. And then the <laughs> inverter is another thousand. That's. What, I mean, I'm just looking at some random site that I mean, says that's not horrific. No, if you could get I mean, it for under five thousand dollars. But if that's the right inverter, I don't know if it needs a special a uh, special one. Yeah, this could be a small scale one. That's only a thousand dollars. Um, I, I, it's like a solar inverter. It's like some solar site. Because like, if they're saying in, in the story Jeffy read, they're trying to get it under twenty thousand. It wouldn't be one thousand, right? Be, uh, I mean, what was it? Seven kilowatts? You said Jeffy? Uh, Something like that. Like, there's a four hundred. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like I guess it's the lo the smaller the less. Uh, you know, like there there are cheap ones, but they don't. I, they would not be able to handle your house's power. Yeah, the seven kilowatt hour model is three thousand, and the ten is thirty five hundred. I wonder, if, I wonder if you could store enough energy that you could, um, you could use it instead of a, uh, a, uh, geez. 
you know, a, a power generator. generator. Yeah, I think that's I think one of the uses. Backup instead power. of a generator. Yeah, backup power. That's what yeah. they're talking about. Yeah, that's definitely that was one That'd of the stated awesome. uses. Yeah, uh, and awesome. uh, I mean, it's it's a cool idea. I just like, people tend to overestimate how fast the savings would flow in. Um, there's um, uh, one moron on our staff who uh, decided to buy LED light bulbs for his entire house and was instructing to me how much he was going to save until we sat down and did the calculations and realized instead of it being three months to pay for itself, it was like 697,000 years. <laughs> and I'm the one that gets made fun of. It's true. I will say um, this person... Uh, maybe uh, he was looking because it was it was like I pay a hundred bucks. This is supposed to save you know fifty percent, and I pay a hundred dollars. Uh, I pay a hundred dollars a month in electricity, so it's fifty dollars a month, and I paid you know like one hundred fifty dollars for these light bulbs. So that's only three months. It'll pay for itself. I'm like, your entire electricity cost is not lighting. In fact, it's like. Eight percent of your electricity amount. costs yeah. is lighting, <laughs> so it's not. It's not. You wouldn't say fifty dollars a month. You'd say fifty percent of eight dollars a month, which is four dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So four dollars a month to pay off one hundred and fifty is going to take a long time. You do realize that, right? <laughs> and and then there was is there somebody that's in the next room. Yeah, you know what? The person is in the next room. I huh. you know I'm not going to be huh. specific on All that right. particular person. Okay. I will say that if you've watched the show for a while, you may know that this particular person also bought thousands of regular light bulbs mm-hmm. because of the light bulb ban that was coming. And it threatened to sell them to Pat for ex- exorbitant prices, mm-hmm. and has sold none of them. <laughs> uh, so right. he has a, an odd history right. with lighting. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um, this is kind of a fun story because uh, uh, there's a 10-year-old kid who was apparently acting up. So uh, his mom called police on this 10-year-old kid, and she asked them to come to her house and make a statement. To this kid, which they did. Here's a here's a picture of of police coming and uh, f- sort of faux arresting the kid. They slap the cuffs on him. They take him outside. They put him in the in the patrol car. Uh, the single mother, who's 33, enlisted police officers to come and and give her preteen a shakedown, as she called it. She detailed the incident uh, later on. They did put him in cuffs. They put him in the car. They let him sit there and think about it. Uh, at the time, they called out her her two her daughter to uh, talk to her, and they explained to the daughter why their brother was in trouble, then sent her back inside. Then they went back to the car. One of the officers got in, flashed the lights, and started driving off. <laughs> and then stopped and let the kid out, took the cuffs off. But it apparently made uh, quite an impression on the kid because he's not been acting up uh, since then. Explaining herself on Facebook, which she shared photos from it, she said, uh, first, let me say I love my kids, but I'll be damned if they're disrespectful to me and anyone else. I've been getting reports that Sean has been stupidly disrespectful to his teacher, so bad to a point she came to my home today. That was it for me. That was the last straw. Now, a lot of parents would say, not my darling. No, what are you doing to him? I, I really don't believe that he's... Come on, he would never be disrespectful to his teachers. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, he would. She took action. That's great. I mean, yeah. that's that's great. Now, and, and, you know, like a lot of parents are like this. They just think that their kid uh, it will never be the one to do this. Now, yeah. in my case, it happens to be true. Uh, but in most other parents' cases, it's not. It's a good point. My, my kids will, are never the ones that are bad. It's always the other kids. But other than my situation, 
It, but it, so it never it, will be it, your never, kids? Never, not, not my kids. I mean, right now, it probably isn't your kids because they're, what, three is your oldest? There are, prob- there are troublemaker three-year-olds. Absolutely. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> it definitely is true. There, there's some three-year-olds doing some time, I think. No, well, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Aren't I mean, there? Yeah. There's got to be, right? Mm-hmm. Some three-year-olds doing some time somewhere. <laughs> Jeff, not yours. Of your 87 kids, any of them around three years old? Well, nobody looks at their kid in the crib and says, uh-huh. oh, someday he's going to get busted grow, robbing grow the 7-Eleven. to be a little felon. No. You're going to re- get busted robbing uh, the although 7-11. you could definitely tell uh, fairly early uh, who, you know, not necessarily who the troublemaker is going to be as far as law, but you could tell, like, there are kids that are pushing a lot more. There are mm-hmm. kids that are doing the naughty things. There are kids that are breaking the rules and not listening to mommy and daddy and all that stuff does oh, kick yeah. in. A that. lot of the psychologists will tell you, though, like, the first kid is not bad. You know, you start going to the first, second, and third kid because the first kid is not bad. You haven't had a kid before. You've set the rules. You kind of set the rules with the first child, Mm -hmm. and everything's okay. The second child comes along, and you go by the rules you set for the first child, and the second child says, well, those aren't my rules. Right. Like, I'm going to push it a little bit further. all the way through. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally believe that. As a person who has two kids, I'm totally believing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, Zach... You know, listens. Right. You know, very Ainsley. Freaking you. You tell. Hey, Ainsley. Ainsley. No, no. Mm. Runs the other way is faster. If she's running <laughs> towards like a giant lawnmower that's tipped over and she's gonna run her face into it, mm-hmm. you're like Ainsley. No. She'll just 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 leans in. <laughs> like, hey. Really? Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> she's terrifying. Yeah. Like Ainsley, slow down, slow down. Runs faster, falls on her down? face, cries. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you're two, but listen. I'm telling you, you got to have her checked. How many times have you said uh, it? No, you said that about yeah, Zach. I told you. I said that well, your bit t- was about we've Zach. We've actually. Uh, I think we've said it about both of them. Bat, you and I have actually said it about both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they you, act you in the complete opposite checked. ways. They both need to be checked. <laughs> they both know, need to yes. be checked. Oh my God. We're worried about them. So it's time for an intervention. It's time for a stuvention. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Jeffy, you cannot make the argument someone else needs to be checked. That is not, this is not in your wheelhouse. (laughs) There is that, too. There is that. Uh, Is this true? Do you believe this next story? I don't know. I, come on now. Girls love the dad bod. Now, the dad bod is a nice balance between a beer gut and working out. In other words, the dad might go to the gym occasionally, but he also drinks heavily on the weekends and enjoys eating eight slices of pizza at a time. These are apparently dad bods right there. Okay, yeah, a little pudgy around the mm-hmm. midsection. Mm-hmm. Certainly no washboard abs. No. Uh, but no man boobs either, really, there, among right. the three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the dad bod. Uh, and girls love it? No, they don't. <laughs> I'm going to... I don't believe that, but this says we all love a sculpted guy, but there's just something about the dad bod that makes boys seem more human, natural, and attractive. Uh, Here's a few reasons that girls are crazy about the dad bod. And again, I don't think I buy into that. (laughs) No. Uh, Reason number one, it doesn't intimidate them. A few things are worse than taking a picture in a bathing suit. One being uh, taking a picture in a bathing suit with a guy who's crazy fit. We don't want a guy that makes us feel insecure about our bodies. We're insecure enough as it is. We don't need a perfectly sculpted guy standing next to us to make us feel worse. 
according yeah, to I this. get that a lot from women. They're just like, look, yeah, you yeah, stand yeah. somewhere else. Way too hot. You just, way, you're just so... <laughs> way too hot. Uh, we like being the pretty one. We like be, This is, again, from a female <clears> perspective. <throat> we love people saying they look cute together, but we like being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, better cuddling. No one wants to cuddle with a rock. I mean, or Edward Cullen. Who's Edward Cullen? I don't know. Do we know who Edward... Oh, okay, Twilight guy. All right. Good Eats. The dad bod says he doesn't uh, meal prep every Sunday night, so if you want to go to Taco Tuesday or $4 Pitcher Wednesday, he'd be totally down. He's not scared of a cheap meal because he eats just about anything and everything. Oh, God. I, I, oh, I, please. I'm perfect for that. I ate like a horror show this Chicks weekend. Chicks are going to dig me. It was me so good. We, we, are, we are super sexy after this weekend. <laughs> These are just dads Based coming on that. up with this oh, saying, yeah, this, is, this is what chicks like. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're trying to convince people yeah. to believe it. Uh, uh, you know what you're, and you know what you're getting. Girls tend to picture their future together with, uh, with their guys early on. Therefore, if you already had the dad bod going on, we can get used to it before we date him, marry him, and have three kids. <laughs> All right. Look, this is what was consistent ugliness. That's what we bring to the table. Uh, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And look, we're a little fatter than the dad bod, so... Oh, um, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, that's even more sexy, right? Right. I would think so. I mean, <laughs> we'll have to check that out, but yeah. I think so. <laughs> All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. There's more pads, too. By the way, that was uh, Keith Malinak with the light bulbs. Keith Malinak. I thought you weren't going to say his name. Oh, crap. I thought we were going to say his name. Oh, crap. That's what you're O'Malley? Mm. Eh, maybe you do. Uh, Martin O'Malley is a guy, mm. he might run for president mm-hmm. or something. Uh, he's the guy that I would say is the lead contender to Hillary Clinton in the media. I don't know that he's anyone else cares about him at all, but well, the media... You just, you just showed us a uh, poll today where he had 1%. 1%. The full, what 1%. He had a, I, we should say it was a full 1%. As far as we know, they didn't round well, up. Well, they may have rounded up. They may have. Mm-hmm. But, we but don't they may have rounded sure. down from 1.4. It's possible. Which so he's be got about one percentage. One percentage, which is slightly behind Hillary Clinton, who has sixty-two. <laughs> okay, that's only sixty-one uh, points behind. Right, and you make that up. You don't even think about it. It's Overnight, just, yeah. One, Almost. you know, it's the probably margin of error. I would say. Um, so uh, I think a lot of these polls are plus or minus sixty-five percent. Yeah, usually that's a lot usually of them. this, which is that not, lot that of give them. them a lot of value. I mean, not the top polls. <laughs> right, but these are some of them. polls of three people you meet in a subway. <laughs> um, here is uh, Martin O'Malley talking about Baltimore. We need an agenda for American cities. We need to stop mm-hmm. ignoring especially people of color and act like they're disposable citizens mm-hmm. in this nation. That's not how our economy is supposed to work. It's not how our country works. Do you think you can still mm-hmm. run on your record as mayor of Baltimore, governor of Maryland, given all this? You're getting a lot of scrutiny now. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a positive uh, thing that voters will look at and say, you know, Martin O'Malley ought to be president. I'll tell you what, Chuck. I did Can't not dedicate my life to making Baltimore a safer and more just place because it was easy. 
And I am more inclined <laughs> and more deeply motivated now to address what's wrong with our country <laughs> and what needs to be healed and what needs to be fixed. We should all, this should be a wake-up call. What's happened in Baltimore should be a wake-up call for the entire country. The, the protests that also happened in New York and Philadelphia like and other cities. We have deep problems as a country, and we need deeper understanding if we're going to give our children a better future. This now sounds like you want to make it central to your, any campaign. I think it has to be central. It has to. So you'll be, we'll see, you'll great. probably announce in Baltimore? I wouldn't think of announcing any place else. Baltimore, this has been a okay. setback for us, Chuck, mm -hmm. but our story Up is not over. We are not defeated as a city, and we are not about to throw in the towel on our country. That is, that, is, that is a great line for all losers everywhere. Uh, you know, you, you, you finished 2 and 14 on the season, didn't mm -hmm. make it to the Super Bowl. Mm hmm. Hey, I did not sign up to be Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, football coach because it's easy. <laughs> that's, that's what they use, Damn too. I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for this because it's easy. Yeah, but you were 2-14. You, were you, you said you were going to make it to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this job because it was going to be easy. Okay? I, I, I didn't succeed, but I didn't sign up because it was easy tell you that yeah i yes i failed but i didn't sign up for it because it was easy it's not just it's just essentially you're okay? just saying this job is hard that's all you're yeah you didn't succeed at it you didn't make baltimore any better in fact it's worse now doesn't than it, when you started with it doesn't have the argument that's of just your saying, argument doesn't have the argument of just saying though yeah i mean it's, i'm not there i was not governor or mayor now now you crashed your vehicle yeah well i didn't I, I didn't learn how to drive because it was easy. Okay? Yeah. It's definitely a terrible excuse. Killed two or three people back there. Ran, ran into a bridge abutment. And, and uh, three or four other cars head on. I'm sorry, okay? I, I, hey, I'm not driving because it's easy. Nobody said driving was going to be easy. Nobody said it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so? Great argument. It's a great argument. <laughs> Isn't the better argument is I haven't been mayor for a long time, and uh, then I was governor, and then uh, that's over too. Now that would have been a much better argument. <laughs> than I didn't sign up for it because it was easy. I mean, every losing coach in the world should use that now. Yeah. I mean, really? That's your. I didn't sign up because it's easy. Well, I didn't say it was easy, but we wanted. I thought you were going to make it better. Mm. No, you didn't. Um, that's not what we think about Jeffy. We never think he's going to make anything better. Um, and Jeffy, hello, got some company into a very exclusive club he belongs to. The mm. I left my microphone on as I went to the bathroom club. I um, left my mic on I when I went, went to, to the, the bathroom. bathroom. Mm -hmm. This is Mayor Dale Ross, uh, who I guess, I don't know where he's from, um, but he left in the middle of a city council meeting and, and left his microphone on watch. Oh, boy. I hate when that happens. Thank you, Mayor. I'll try and keep this brief. Um, I won't belabor all the details. I'm sure most of you remember Mr. Guest's presentation from last time, and I imagine he's going to hit some of the highlights here in a minute. There's something we can do about it, and what we can do is call on represent, uh, governmental representatives that are higher <laughs> up the chain of command. <laughs> And then they pause and they're quiet to listen to it. That's great. And ask for action at the federal level. There are not any um, KFO operations in Georgetown, so for us to just say it's Georgetown, within the Texas. city limits would be. They still didn't do turn it down when. Well, there's no one even in the audience. There's probably nobody else there. Would uh, be an empty gesture. Good golly. Um, 
So a state-by-state state approach would just mean that the... Where, where is this? Where Georgetown, is this on? Georgetown Texas. Texas? You're kidding, really? There'd be clusters of disease that would... <laughs> sorry. Would go across the border. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking now and ask that you give this serious consideration and approve this resolution. <laughs> that's, a, that's such a great video because she she loses it the same way we do almost yeah. immediately. But also, like, look, there's I, I think one person in the crowd. They're doing yeah. this in public meeting for no one. Mm-hmm. And then they're just asking, you know, like, would you she's laughing and she's cracking up talking about some disease crossing the border. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Mm. That's great. Uh, um, all right, and That's let's great. give a little quick flashback. This is, uh, of course, Jeffy doing the same thing on our show. <laughs> I'm talk about it now. Yeah, do it. I dare you. Hey, was, do you know was the movie talk radio shot here, too? Yeah, it was. Uh, Andrew Wilkow's here, by the way, uh, with us. Hi, Andrew. Uh, uh, Dr. Stu. <laughs> with... <laughs> oh, my. Did we just hear that Jeffy what? going to... <laughs> I, know, I know my mic is on. Did you turn his off? This <laughs> 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 is like the naked gun in real life. Didn't that happen to the naked gun in real life? Remember the naked gun oh, at the end of man. one of those movies? Where they, he's in there going, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Fisher just tinkled live on the air. Oh, man. <laughs> there was just a live yeah. tinkle. Thank you for keeping that potted up. No, we appreciate that. In the control room there. That was a, that was a good move. Because that was a special moment that we just shared with Jeff. I literally Jeff cannot Fisher. believe that just happened. That's my favorite <laughs> That's my favorite live review, Stu. What? Forever. I literally can't believe that just happened. <laughs> I, I really couldn't. I mean, thank God it was one of the, you know, it was only a bathroom trip, and wherever else he walks around wasn't broadcasted live, because whatever else you do here, I do not what want to be What do you mean? Uh, you never know. I, I, mm, I do. <laughs> unfortunately, you do, and you have to live with it, by the way. Uh, there's Jeffy uh, peeing live on television. There's a really funny moment in there where, I just say something like, you know, Jeffy just tinkled live on television. You can always hear Natasha's laugh way in the back. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time I hear it. Ah, oh, there you go. So it's, uh, you're not the only bathroom one. incident you were talking about? Uh, that, there's oh, that shit. one. There was another one we did, too. I think it was a similar situation. Someone got caught off mic doing something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, Fairly recently. Yeah. Uh, but not too many with the bathroom thing. Naked Gun is the one that always pops sure. to mind in which... Uh, he really, I mean, he really had to go that day. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> it's a funny movie. Oh, yeah, it's uh, a classic. It's a funny movie. I, classic. It was on TV, on TBS or something, and I watched a little portion of it. I forgot how funny that movie was. Oh, yeah, those movies are great. Yeah. I mean, all three of them have their moments, but yeah. uh, that first one is... And you forget nice. that O.J. Simpson was in that. Yeah. All three of them you know? he was in. Yeah, so. he was in them. Triple eight seven two seven. Beck, use that number tomorrow, and uh, and give us a call in because uh, we're pretty well done for the day. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I'm gonna go. Yeah. See you.